You are now listening to The Sooner Surge. Well, probably a new low after the 23 to 20 loss to West Virginia. First time ever losing to West Virginia um and we usually start with stats but there's not too many notable ones as really only Eric Gray's 25 carries for 211 yards and two touchdowns uh and then Danny Stutzman's 14 tackles. So um Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and get us started with uh the thoughts on this just ugly loss? Well, this is first time since 1998 that OU is not going to finish above 500 in the conference. And I, I know I've been said to be negative, Nancy, or whatever you want to say, but, but how, how in the world there can be any positives in Norman, Oklahoma? Uh, you're going to have to be digging deep to try to find anything positive on this team and staff and, I know we're going to get into who's to blame and and things like that, but in my opinion, it starts at the top, and there is just some questionable, very questionable things in today's game. And I know we're going to talk about them, but can someone just explain to me how we can have such a passionate leader who just puts his tail between his legs in games? I'm confused. What are you talking about putting his tail between legs? Are you talking about going for it? He's done this like three straight games, fourth and one, fourth and two. And did you hear the post game? His post game press conference. He basically threw Levy under the bus and the offensive yeah, uh, he, players. He and and he said, but what he said was he used the word miraculous to get a fourth and two is miraculous in Norman, Oklahoma. It is. It is from their stat line today when they were one for ten or something on third downs. You honestly think that we should have kicked that field goal? I think you guys do. I think some of y'all think that. Jeremy, here's my deal on that. I, I, I would have went for it as a coach. But I honestly think even if he makes the field goal, they still lose. They're going to drive down the field and use defense. We are the softest, mentally softest defense I've ever seen in Oklahoma in the past 20 years. It That's doesn't take anything for them to fold. They're not any softer than they've been the last other few years. I mean, yeah, they are. They're soft. They just our defensive stats are better than the last few years. Well, I think Venable said it after the game when he said, "Hey, we're emotionally hurt, but we got to start getting a little bit pissed. We're softy guys. Period." Well, he's the head coach. You can't blame this on Benny Wiley and Lincoln Riley anymore. Everyone talked about everyone talked about Schmidt. What? You can't change this culture we've had in one year, in like six months. You can't. I agree. I agree. But you can beat West Virginia's of the world. I agree with that. Yeah. What's everyone else think on this? Hunter, what do you think? Nothing's going to change until the freshmen start to play. When you've these guys have been in the system for so long 
They've done everything wrong all four years that they've been here. Yep. Everything under the past coaching staff. Uh, Venables, this is the one game 100% on Venables. You have to go for it. You can't. Schmidt's a really good kicker, but in those conditions, you can't expect them to make a 46-yarder. I mean, it just started to pour again. The wind's going at them. I mean, you're kicking into the wind. That's not a makeable situation for, I mean, I don't even think like someone like Justin Tucker would be expected to make that kick. Uh, there's no reason to not go for it. Eric Gray was phenomenal today. I mean, you, everyone on here has argued over, oh, how good is he and all that. And yeah, he's not the home run hitter, but one thing's for sure is he is a 300 hitter if you're talking about baseball terms. I mean, he's going to be the guy that's consistently getting yards. I mean, today, 8.4 yards per carry. You got to give him the ball in that situation and lose it from either the O line not doing their assignment or Gray not being able to pick up three or even making West Virginia beat you in that aspect of the game right there instead of just kicking the field goal and not making it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think they should have went for it. I agree with you. And what Eric Gray has done in the past year with his game is almost remarkable. That guy is a stud of a back. I mean, you're talking the way he breaks tackles this year compared to last year, it's not even close. And he's, I mean, he's improved his stock big time. And oh, get, today, a hundred percent. Oh, and you got to give it like to him. He had that one big rush, but yeah, he got brought down short of the goal line. But guess what? I mean, a couple plays later, he scores. And, I mean, yeah, I'll get Eric Gray. He's still getting in the end zone. Between Eric Gray here. and the offensive line, he's not coming back, but he could come back. No, he's not coming back. I Between, thought he's out of eligibility. Yeah, he's Is out. He, Maybe He's so. Maybe, maybe sure. yeah. I guess the COVID year. I it's so unclear on how that works. It is. Like, Plus, honestly, I don't honestly. think tailback's ever going to be our issue. I mean, we got some guys lined up out of the stable ready for the tailback, and the O line was the O line was great again today too. Honestly, Dylan Gabriel, guys, Dylan Gabriel never really gets pressured. Uh, the O-line was exceptional again. Even when we had Raym out with an injury, Congle played good when he was in there. But I I don't want to hear it, Jay. I, I'm going to say it. Jeff Levy is not what I thought he was. Okay, hey, listen. You can say Jeff Levy all you want. This offense right now is on a couple positions, and that's quarterback and receiver. Marvin Mims has been a disappointment over the last four weeks, period, period. You can't drop balls that are right in your hands for TDs. You can't. And, Gabriel, you can't miss wide open. And this has been my problem with Dylan Gabriel all year is every time on the any play he does, he takes two steps back, and within two to three seconds, whether there's pressure or not, balls out of his hand. And – just like the one he missed Mims on down the middle of the field, if he would have just waited, he could have just lobbed it. I mean, he, he has no sense of awareness as far as what routes guys are running. It's very quick. Everything's so quick. It's like line up, snap the ball, take two steps back, throw it to somebody. One time he threw it to Stoops with three guys on Stoops. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this problem right now with the offense, 
with how bad they played today, you still have Gray for 200 yards and Gabriel over 350 yards if he completes a couple and Mar Mims doesn't drop it. So I'm tired of the whole levy thing. It's not the offensive structure and it's not the play calling. It's the QB, period. Let me scheme in on that too, or chime in on that too, because I, I won't judge Jeff Levy until Jackson Arnold's starting at QB because Dylan Gabriel is not a good quarterback. Yeah, and, and what did we know about Levy coming in? What did we know about his offense? We knew it was a run-heavy offense. Did it, Did anybody deny that? No, but he Okay, he is, their running game, is their running game better than last year? Uh, we put up a lot of yards last year on the ball. Oh, the it's the strength of the team, and you've got to admit that. It's been the strength of the team, even when – and when he gets a running quarterback in there, too, because Gabriel cannot pull it and run at all. That's strange that you said that because he had a 30-yarder, I think, earlier. Hey, but w what you're saying about Lebby, uh, okay, I agree, Brody. When, when Jackson Arnold's in there, we're going to be we're gonna be better because Gabriel's been trash, and I've said it all year that he has been. I don't know why it took you guys so long to get up on the thing, but you guys were the ones that were saying, oh, he's great. He knows the offense. There isn't, you said he's the guy that knows Jeff Levy's offense the best. Okay. If I saw one more wide receiver screen, I'm about to puke my pants. The, the drive before the end, the drive before the end, guys, we threw three straight passes. Yeah. But are you talking about the wide receiver screen you got tired of seeing was the one that got 10 yards every time to Stoops? Every time. Get, it didn't get 10 yards every time to Stoops and Mims. It did not get 10 yards every time. Oh, it was almost 8 to 10 every time on that outside and boundary. We, we threw the ball three straight times the possession before our last possession, which is when Eric Gray's running all over him and they're tired. And not to mention our defense was gassed. We needed to have a, a longer possession than three plays and out. If you can't question Levy's play call in there. And the other thing is, why is why is Theo Weiss never thrown to we don't even look to the side that Theo Weiss is on. Well, that's my biggest complaint. Braden Willis is nowhere anymore. That's my biggest complaint. We don't about throw the tight end. Is that Gabriel doesn't look around. It's the first option, period. Period. Theo Weiss doesn't get the ball because of whatever happened on, like, Twitter and all that situation with his dad. Yeah, I think you just got to throw Gibson in there at this point. I mean, this is and this is my thing today, and that's why I said it during the game. I was like, guys, it's time to give Gabriel a break and put Nick Evers in because you don't know what you have with Nick Evers. Play him. You're five and five. Play him. See what he's got. Right? There is no way Nick Evers or General Booty even are worse, significantly worse. No, than Davis Beevil. They're better than him, I guarantee it. But even a Dylan Gabriel, I mean, Booty was a starter at Allen. You're not going to start at Allen if you're not good. It's not going to happen. That's probably the toughest place to start. I mean, even Micah Bowens, he was a starter for two years at Bishop Gorman, one of the best high schools in the country out of uh, Nevada. Like, why aren't these guys given a chance? You got to do something different. Well, it's not working. And I mean, it's putting us in a position where we really could not make a bowl. Like that's you're right. a real possibility now. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I completely you, agree. Um, and and you brought it up earlier, Hunter. You said that it's not going to change until you start playing some freshmen. I completely agree. This season, at this point, I don't care how much we keep losing. I would rather 
see guys that are going to actually make an impact next year start getting their chances because a lot of them are already playing a lot on special teams. So what's the reason they're not playing on defense? It's not redshirt. Like, let some of these guys play. I don't want to see David Aguebu, uh and others who've been failing for a long time on the field anymore. That's that's my complaint with BV right now. Aguebu's the one, guys. Aguebu's got to be – give up on the guy. And Stripling, Stripling actually played some today. Where's he been all year? Where's he hasn't been very good. He hasn't been very good all year. Well, he was he was pretty good today. Robert Spears Jennings showed that he should be playing on the field a lot more. Agree. I thought Kenai Walker was going to see action. I never saw him any. Harmon was out there some, but I and I'm sorry that Burroughs got hurt. It doesn't look like it's a uh, it doesn't look like it's a good like it's a short injury. It looks like he's done for. But uh, we got a Trey Morrison. He got a couple of chances. I'm ready for someone else. But honestly, we didn't miss Jaden Davis any. Yeah, but we listen, need, uh, we need DJ Graham back on defense. Like some of the things that are happening on jump balls is like what? Like, yeah, we're already not going to make tackles. Oh. Like he he can get the turnovers. Like, or they need to play Gentry. Yes. All right. Well, I just got in here, so I heard some of what you guys said. I mean, I agree. It's time to start playing the young guys. I think it's dumb that we're still seeing some of the guys out there that make the same mistakes that they've made for four years doing it. I'm pretty sure have we've been having the same talk since the Texas game. It's time to play the young guys, and it still hasn't happened, and it probably isn't going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But but, but also, I, Jeremy, I want to go back to what you said about Dylan and Gabriel. At this point in the year, I completely agree with you. The dude has stunk it up worse and worse every single game he plays, it seems like. He just gotten progressively worse. Who's his coach? Jeff Webby. No, the quarterback coach is JP Lawsman, I believe. Well the quarterback Levy, coach no, is Jeff Webby. It's Lebby, dude. No, JP Lawsman's a QB coach. No, he's a assistant QB coach and offensive analyst. Jeff Levy, guys, I'll give him one more year, but if this is what we're throwing out there again next year, I'm going to be highly disappointed. I don't – even the announcer was getting onto the lack of imagination. Are you agreeing with those announcers? was absolutely awful. They were horrible. horrible. I can't believe that even came out of your mouth just now, period. Yeah. Hey, well, also, I want to say, Jeremy, please tell me that Riley's run scheme was, was as successful as this run scheme that we have right now. It was as successful. Well, I don't understand what you're saying, Jackson. Go back and look at Kennedy's Brooks numbers, guys. Yeah, but he just didn't stick with the run enough. Yeah. There were games he ran the ball all the time, dude. On like third and nine, he would run the ball. Hey, we can argue all we want about Lebby or not, but until they get a quarterback in there that can run this offense, I mean. You can't blame it all, just all of it, and say that Lebby has no fault. I blame it all on Gabriel. I don't blame it all on Gabriel. Levy's leading it, but I don't think Levy's a bad OC and a bad hire. Let let me ask you this, guys. Let me ask you this and just tell me, the last two or three games we've struggled on short yardage. Is that correct? Yep. How many times times has Braden Willis been in the Wildcat? 
Not yeah. since Texas. How many times did they stop him in, in Texas with it? Not very many. So that's Long Jeff Levy, Jay. That's Jeff Levy. Well, and then also, I want to go back to the point about his play calling. Jeremy, how many times do you see wide receivers running wide open deep that are overthrown or they drop balls? There's at least three or four of them a game, so you can't blame it all on the play calling. I'm not blaming all of it on the play calling, and I agree there's some, but what there's, what there's more of is other guys open, and he's not telling Gabriel, hey, scan the field, dude. There's other guys wide open. Dude, and it's also starting to friggin' make me so mad. That, why is it Dean Weiss getting the ball, dude? The kid's a five-star talent. He's the best route runner on the team. That's he what I said earlier, Jackson. The ball. They were 10 yards off him on third down, 10 yards off the ball, one-on-one. We don't throw it. And actually, guys, before we idiotically try to field goal in a monsoon on second and third down, and we were running down their throat, but second and third down, there is zero chance that they could have stopped the receiver on either side because everyone was in the box. It's it's a pitch and catch, but Wait, that's even risky. You just said the, the drive before that, that they threw it I, three times. They should never throw the ball. Can I finish? I said that's even risky, though, with Gabriel in the pocket because he gets so many balls batted down. But it's still Brent Venables. This game today is he's a horrible time manager. We don't manage time well. He doesn't call the right uh, make right decision on going for it. it hasn't all year actually you tell me what we had to lose if we go for that what what would we have to lose nothing they should have went for it. Win it with the field no one now. disagrees with you that we shouldn't have gone for it yeah you, I, Brody I, was saying we should have went for it no uh, listen i wouldn't have went for it but if he makes the field goal i mean if he makes the field goal they, listen here here's the deal i mean you can say what you want about going for. I agree. They should have went for it. But I also I also understand where Venables is thinking when he's like, we've been horrible on short yardage. Like, it's been awful. Like, what makes him think they're going to get it right there? Jay? What? I'm thanks, serious. Thanks for clarifying my point. I appreciate it. Well. You, you, you just said we've been horrible on short yardage, right? Yeah, and it's not play so wait, stop, so stop for a second. Are we throwing the ball on short yardage or running it? We've done both. But it, th that lies solely there on the coordinator. Okay? What? We're too predictable. It's just you can't block. It's hard, it's hard to block when you're predictable. He is. If anything, if you want to say anything about Levy, say what you want. Predictable is not the word for it. He's very unpredictable. I totally disagree, but that's your opinion. Oh, they, hardly, they don't run the same stuff hardly ever. No. He's very – he mixes it up pretty yeah. good. To be yeah, fair, yeah. to be fair, when you said uh, what would make Venables think they would get it, what would me – what I would think he would think is looking at Eric Gray's yards, 211. 8.4 carry. Exactly. There's no way Eric Gray doesn't pick up three there. Yeah, but on he, third he down he got shut for nothing. On third down he got zero. It, he was gonna get it. He was gonna get it on fourth down. I promise hey. you. That's the only chance we had of winning it. Hey, 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 the ball. hey you know what nobody's talking about though is when Rain went out. I don't know if y'all noticed it. Congo, the snap took forever every time to get back there. It was so slow compared to Whoa. Rain. Also. 
it doesn't make any sense why we never run the ball with Gabriel on under center because that's when because whenever our offensive line can just go out there and just block they've been shown that they can outpower every single defensive line they've gone against this year I like, wouldn't they, really... like they ran the ball against the best defense in the country or the best defense in the conference in Iowa State with quite a bit of success I'm not going to complain about the running scheme though no, no, no. No, but I do yeah, agree with yeah, Jackson. But I agree with Jackson in that, that sense. Fourth and one. Sometimes on fourth down, you need to try and put Gabriel under center instead of just having him stand back there and shotgun. Guys, we why did. not put Willis under center and just push him? I, I, and that's where I agree with Jackson at. When I say lack of imagination, there's no imagination in the running scheme. You talk about running scheme. The scheme is hand the ball to Gray. I agree. It's always the zone handoff. That's all we ever do. We never put an eye formation. We hardly ever do anything else different. There's no imagination. We did call the same plays over and over again. If you rewatch it, the deep ball is always the same down to Mims. We did try one to Farouk, which if Gabriel would have thrown that, it would have been a completion, but. I'm sorry, if you're just going to compare schemes, Riley's scheme was less predictable, guys. I'm not talking about Riley at all, but but listen, your point you just made is about it, – it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. When you say – you say there's no imagination with the running scheme. Why would there be? You're Pro having an 8.4 carry. If it's Who not broke, it it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, why Why do they need to have imagination? Their running game's been good all year. Why do you need to switch it up? Exactly, exactly. Jay, then why did you just tell Hunter that, well, we didn't get on third down. According to you, you should keep doing it. Yeah, I, I'm saying that. That's right. No, you, you you just said earlier we weren't going to get it on fourth. I didn't say we weren't going to get it. I said I could see where Venables was hesitant. That's all. I don't understand why he was hesitant at all. I, I think he just gets scared. Guys, let me ask you a question. Hunter, I'll start with you. Let me ask you this question. Right now, what's going on in Oklahoma? Uh, is, this, is this a player issue or is this a coach issue? I think it's a combination of both. Jeremy brought up the eye formation. Why would we not even consider doing that with Willis as the lead blocker? Willis is arguably the best blocker on this team. Yeah, but they bring like, him in motion kind of to be that blocker. But no, just I don't know. Up the middle there, I think you get. I think you get three yards regardless. I think with that, you're guaranteed to get the three. Uh, and then uh, the other thing about Willis is, if I'm him, I'm starting to get pissed. Blocking your tail off all game long. I mean, we saw the chip of paint gone from his helmet. Like that doesn't happen often. And all that for only one target. Like he's been the most underused tight end in the history, and he is phenomenal. Like he, he's you can easily make the argument for him being the best tight end in the country. And he was used like crazy early in the year, and then now all of a sudden it's he's been non-existent. People say Mims is non-existent. Well, Willis. Getting targets wise, I mean, he's not getting it. Like, yeah, well, I mean, Jason, I'll answer your question next, and I'll say it's a player problem because, you know, we saw a uh, former second round pick, was it, that tweeted out a, a tweet that said, it's the clearly the players, not the coaching. And he was a guy that played with the, quite a bit of these players last year on defense. So he knows the mm -hmm. talent disparity that there is. And I don't think you can blame it on the coaching. Toby gets some of Brent Venable's guys. 
Because the flat out thing is the past defensive scheme, they had 30 plays in their whole playbook, I guarantee you. I guarantee you all of us could learn the whole playbook in a freaking week. I I heard that it was only 10 to 15 pages. And then I heard that Brent's and Ted Roof's defensive playbook is 50 to 60. And they can't even get the first 20 down. I agree with you with what you just said about how it's a player issue. Uh, But I think Jeremy and Hunter, someone y'all were talking about, like how Braden Willis is underused, Marvin Mims maybe underused. I would say pretty much every single wide receiver on this team is underused because four receptions for Marvin Mims, simply put, he should be getting more than that. Jalil Farouk should be getting more than five receptions. Uh, Braden Willis should be getting at least one reception. Theo Weiss, where's he been? And I'm not going to lie, if I had a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guy on my bench, I would probably try to use him some. I don't know. Yep, that we heard in a spring training was maybe debatably the best wide receiver, and we heard that over the summer. And it seemed to field for a total of like 20 snaps this year. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Hmm. And I'm, I'm, I agree with it, it's a combination. It's not just the players. We can say there's a lack of talent in Norman. Okay, I get it, whatever. But also, if I'm a freshman and I know I'm better than some of these guys, I'm not playing. That's not, that's not sit well for really any freshman because guys talk. So any freshman that's been sitting their butt down on the bench and not playing over some of these yard birds who's been playing for four years, that's a coach issue because we're going to lose people because of it. And the fact that we can't see – look, it, I'm going to say it's probably 70% coaching because we've digressed. Oh, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. We have digressed throughout the season. We've gotten worse, guys. West Virginia is not better than Nebraska. They're last place in the Big 12, guys. Sorry, not they they were. We are now. Yeah, we're, we're the worst team in the Big 12. You can't tell me that we don't have enough talent to beat these teams. It's I'm coaching. not saying that. It's coaching then. These guys on defense do not fit the scheme defensively. And I don't know if they fit any scheme. Did you hear about we had two fourth and tens that they got, and those are the two plays we went to a three-man line? Explain Jeremy, that one, guys. Over the last, over the last three games, teams are 9 of 11 on fourth down against you. That's what I'm saying. They're the softest mental team I've ever seen in my life. They, It's like you know they're going to get it. And how is that any different from the last three years? What's it always been? Third and 10, they coaching. get it. Fourth and 10, they and get it. I'm gonna no, tell it's you not why, coaching. Yeah. It's gonna, players. Get I'm going to tell field. you what part of it is coaching. Get off I'm the gonna field. Tell you what part of, How I'm is it coaching you. when they did the same thing for the past three years? Yeah. I'm going to tell like, you what's different about it, Brody. Hunter, Hunter said it earlier. Hunter Have said it. it. He said, it's the same guys they've been doing the last few years. Why do you think it's going to be any different? Well, first off, you're kidding yourself if there's not if, if you're saying it's a player's problem, period. Hey, you're it's hey, a player's problem. Hey, listen. Woody Washington – Everyone said he's our best corner. He is for what we got, but for the last three years, he's done the same thing. He can't make a play on a ball. He made about three. He he, he broke up three pass. Pro- Not uh, when it counts. Today. He also got mossed in Mims' home today. Like, he did mossed. get mossed. Yeah, like, when it counted, right? That's one of those situations 
that's one of those situations. I'll go back to it. Why is DJ Graham not in? If DJ Graham's in that position, guess what? We get a pick in the end. Or him the receiver. At the bare minimum. Hey, and then and he hasn't played. Like, that's just – it's inexcusable that, Levy, if you're going to be considered a top OC in the country, regardless, I don't care if your quarterback room consists of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluffs quarterback room. You should be putting up 40 points a game. Like, you should be, and we're not. The defense held them to 23 points, and we only scored 20 today. I mean, outside of Eric yeah, it was just hey, what? Well, I mean, talking about our problems that the uh, defensive backs have with not playing the ball, I, I was watching the Oklahoma State versus Iowa State game, and there was a play, I believe, on a third and ten, where I think it's OSU's. He's this guy's their third or fourth string cornerback, and he's guarding Xavier Hutchinson one on one. They throw a fader off him along the sideline. He plays the ball and he made it look easy and he swatted it out of bounds. How come our defensive backs can't do that? But uh, Oklahoma State's four string cornerback can do that. Why aren't we? I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Jaden let me finish earlier about the softness of our defense. If you're soft, that usually is a reflection to me of the coaching. We said it last year. If you're going to say last year's team was soft because of the coaching, then you can't say this year's team isn't. And furthermore, when all you do pretty much, guys, is play zone, zone is a soft defense. It's not up in your face. It's not attack. It's soft. Jeremy, you're right. You're right. Clemson's had a horrible defense under Venables. Horrible. Jeremy. Ten years. They were horrible with zone defense. You just said the reason we can't play man. None of these guys can play a ball. What's the reason? We don't have DBs that can play man. Well, we also know they're not used to it because all they do but, is sit hey, there in zone defense half the time. clarify that comment you just made. Then play someone who can. I thought Kenai Walker was a stud. I thought Gentry Williams. I thought, that's coaching. It's not players. Jeremy, clarify your comment about the zone defense to me. You're saying it's a soft defense. So what you're saying is Clemson's been soft for the last 10 years on defense. Clemson they rush three. The they you rush three. Compare, you can't play his own defense. How, you can't compare Clemson to OUJ. Their D-lines. What's look, the difference? The difference is if I'm DB at Clemson, I only got to guard a guy for about two and a half seconds because they're going to be sacked if they have to wait any longer. So the difference is the players? If oh. you want to talk about. No, answer the questions. No, the difference isn't just players. The difference also Brent Venables. In that the defense aspect, it, it, the difference is the players. Brent Venables is the defense coordinator here. Here he's the head coach trying to do all all this stuff, and I think we're just lacking, dude. He's not a great head coach game material right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, oh. You proved the point. You said that being soft is a reflection of your coaches. May I remind you that all these defensive players played under Lincoln, Riley, and Alex Grinch for three years. You can't just snap out of it in one year. You're going to go back to your old habits. Right, hey, bro. Hold on, hold on, right. Hold on. So play the young guys. And if you're not playing the young guys, exactly. whose fault is it? Tell me what whose is? fault it is that the young guys aren't playing, Brody. The coaches. Okay. Then don't say it's a player problem. All right. Well, I mean – Brent Venables this offseason 
had the opportunity. There was at least three or four kids that decommitted from Clemson. All could have came to Oklahoma. There were guys from Clemson that entered the transfer portal that Oklahoma couldn't got. Brent Venables decided not to get those guys. So you cannot tell me that Brent Venables did not purposely. I mean, obviously, he didn't see this coming, but he kind of did. Because he knows that to bring Oklahoma back up to the top, they're going to have to go down to the bottom first. And this is the bottom of Oklahoma football for a long time. Wait, so are you like so like are you blaming him for like not for taking his old players? Cause like when Lincoln Riley did that, you were all over him. But you want Venables to do that? No, no, no. I did not say that. I did not say. What, I said he had the opportunity to take those players and he chose not to. Hey, hey we listen can, to we this. Can... Listen to this. Do y'all know Brent Venable's contract? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not going to be getting a bonus this year. Did you see what his win total has to be to get a bonus? What? Seven. Seven yeah, wins. Seven. That's not a coincidence, guys. I feel like Brent he knew this team was to, bad. Uh, I feel like he needs to reach out to Bob to kind of help. I feel like he needs some help on head coaching decisions because, I mean, there's no doubt that Venables is one of the best coordinators of all time. He was a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Some of the Clemson defenses will probably forever be one of the best defenses in college football history. I feel like he needs to get advice from Bob or someone even like Bill Snyder on how to manage See, situations as a head coach. I like that. And, I like yeah, that. At times. And, and do you want to know what? I agree with what you said, but also that annoys me because that means you're basically calling Brent, Brent Venables a crappy head coach and he doesn't know how to coach. No, he he's not saying that. I'm saying I'm saying, I'm saying that coaching. that's what he's doing. I'm yes. saying that's correct. He is he is not proving himself as a head coach. He needs help. He should he should take guys in because. Guys, his game management has been atrocious. Go back all year at all the decisions. First off, you talk about soft. Brent Venables has been soft, soft head coach. Way softer than Bob ever was. Way softer than Lincoln Riley was on fourth downs. He's done it all year. Just look at the tape. He has been soft. So if you want to talk about soft, and that's not who he is. That's what, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out, guys. He's not soft. He's energetic. He's passionate. He's in your face. He's pissed. He does this, but he's not that this year, okay, guys. Hey, he's listen. not that guy on the sideline. Listen, hey, what Hunter said just then was 100% true. Bob Stoops, somebody like that, he needs. He's got a lot of young people on this staff. He needs a mentor like that. I totally agree, Hunter. That's a good point. Jeremy, what you just said. I mean, you're calling Brent Venable soft, and here's the difference. Tell me he's not in the games. Listen to me. Here's the difference. And I heard it from multiple sources early in the year. Schmitty told Brent, hey, these guys are worn down. Like, they're mentally worn down. They're physically yep. worn down. And I think Brent stepped, laid off the gas pedal and from that point on, and he's been like, these kids are so soft emotionally, I can't. it'll destroy him. That, I honestly think that's why he's been soft. They saw it happening in front of their eyes, and they said, golly, this team's weak. Bunch of weak ass. Hey, weak hey ass. hold on. Hold on. And uh, do you want to know something that I've noticed too? 
Chavis has lost his energy on the sidelines, too. I don't know if you guys remember him in the first three games, but he was jumping up, screaming at his players. Well, they didn't play better. The entire staff is emotionless in game. Venables, where's the get-back coach? It has been gone. He has struggled on decisions, timeouts especially. I mean, I, I mean, early in the season, I really thought Venables was maybe convinced that they roll over into the second half because why are you not using them at yeah. the end of the first half? You have three. You didn't use them for 20 minutes of play. Use them. Didn't use them for 25 minutes of play. Use them for the final five minutes. And, and then there's some drives that it's like K-State was one that really frustrated me on the defense is exhausted. Call a timeout. When they're going tempo, call the timeout. Make the adjustments. Instead, we just kept the timeouts. I mean, we lost the game. I mean, that was one. I don't think it necessarily would have changed it, but it is something that could have changed. Hey, that uh, I well, was, well, uh, well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking about the get back coach, too. I was wondering that today. That, that was kind of on my mind, but. Venables is not stupid. He has to realize that this team is not good. I think that's why he's showing less emotion is because he's looking at it. And like you said about the team, they're too soft. They're too tired. I think that's part of why he's not getting as energetic on the sideline because this team is not good. Well, that's yeah, but you honestly still... at, at this point, if they're too soft, we need to just get rid of them. I mean, if we have only hey, 30 players. Play the young guy. Okay. I mean, play with 30. Like, I seriously, there. I would rather take yep. mm-hmm. the 30 guys that care. They're going to give every single thing they got, every single play. And I think we would have a much better chance of winning than the 80 guys we have where almost all of them could care less. Hey, well, I mean, it's like also, yeah, it's just like we've also heard from like especially Parker Thune and Brandon Drum, I've said this over and over again. This offseason, they said there's probably there's going to be a mass exodus of guys. They think there's going to be at least 20 guys that are going to enter the portal. Some guys that we probably will be shocked that enter the portal because they're soft, because they don't like the way Brent Venables coaches. And, and do you want to know what? I bet that's why some guys aren't playing. That could be. Who's the number six receiver? He's gone. Shock. LV Bunkley, Bunkley, Shelton, Shelton or whatever. He posted something yeah. on Twitter. I yeah, saw he's gone. Yeah, that was. He put an hourglass. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Venable's thing. The hourglass is Venable's thing. Okay. Hey, but what we're what we're all saying and agreeing with is Brent Venables is allowing Brent Venables, Chavez, all these guys. They're allowing. 18 to 21 year old kids to change their coaching style. That's what? Wait, they're not. You've been complaining about them running three down front the whole time and saying that they should change the coaching style for them. I'm not talking about in, I'm not talking about in strategy. You guys just said they're tired. They've had a, they're just tired. Schmitty's worn them out. They're exhausted. I think they're realizing it's taken out of them too. Well, that's weak coaching. If that's hey, your point. Hey, who who on this defense or offense who has improved throughout the year? Oh, okay. I'll start. 
Deshaun White and Billy Bowman. I would say that's it. Anton Harrison has improved. Andrew Rame has definitely improved a lot from last year. I mean, but outside that's of that, that's sad. That's all there is. Four guys. Also, no, there's also Eric Gray, but that's all. So Five if they guys. haven't improved, who's that on, Jay? I agree their improvement throughout the year. I think that's my biggest complaint about the coaching is this is game whatever, nine or ten this week. It, they should be better. The offense has kind of just hit their high. I mean, Turk has been the best player on the team all year. You're right. He's going to win the Ray guy. You're He's right. going to win the Ray guy award. I mean, he, he, I mean, he flipped the field for us. Three punts yeah. today down from side to 20. I mean, even when the offense isn't, like, Turk's there to try to lift up the defense. And, mm-hmm. well, hey, this just, well, well, hey also, Turk coming back for him was huge. He's getting a punt more than he's oh, ever yeah. had in his career. He, he's going to be drafted in probably the fifth round. Yeah. That's usually where the first punter's taken, and he's going to be that guy. But the other yeah. thing is, is we're having all these secondary issues. You know who was a safety in high school before an injury? Michael Turk. Put him in a safety over some of these guys. Because guess what? He's probably the guy on the field that cares more than anyone hey, else. That's true. You know who else hey. was a safety in high school? Cannon. Jay, isn't he out there? Hey, and I'll, I'll yeah, say find room for him at linebacker. Put him at his actual position. Yeah, Stutzman had Stutzman hey. did have a great game today. And Deshaun White's really been great all year. And Bowman's great. You're right. Those three guys, and I would say Woody Washington is better than he was last year. But outside of those, there hasn't really – Ethan Downs played better today, but he's been bad. You guys hate on Ethan Downs a lot, but he really played pretty well today. That paper – that yes. styrofoam plate that he wears, I like that look. Well, also, talking about the defense, I know Jeremy, Jason, Brody, Hunter, this defense, you guys are not going to like to hear this, but this defense sucked after Justin Burroughs got hurt. So you think That's flat no, out they true. didn't? Robert Spears didn't take grapes. You – what? Hey, they scored all their points after Justin Burroughs got hurt, I'm pretty sure. It wasn't because of – maybe because the team was all down because he was hurt, but that's not why. Well, I'm saying there's a reason. Because people listen – The reason is Royals. People follow what Justin Royals does. Okay, he may not be the best player, the most talented player. He's a great leader. We didn't have him out there on, on the field. And that, 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 that hurts him at some points. It did. Well, Justin Bros isn't the one that – I mean, we can bash the defense some in the second half, but it was the fake It was the fake punt where Canick overran the play. We had him stopped. They, they got that. The the horrible no call in the end zone would have been fourth and 25. They were punting the ball. I, I agree. I agree I we should have stopped them still on fourth and 10. But the defense still got some stops and didn't end up getting the stops. But when it really counted, though, they couldn't get off this the field. Def- exactly. This defense uh, can't get stops when it matters most. And just the like offense the can't do crap. Game. It's the same thing it's been. Jason, don't uh, you have this? Oh. I haven't Jason, seen one time where offense and defense are playing good at the same time. 
I agree. It hasn't happened. I mean, the That's... Nebraska game. I mean, I think it's safe to ask at this point. It hasn't happened in years, buddy. Did, did OU make the right hire? Uh, yes. For, uh, yes. Well, it's questionable right now. If there's not doubt in your mind, then you're you're not realistic, guys. There's a bit, but I, I'm not gonna say. Actually, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say they made the right hire or they didn't until next year. That's like, mm-hmm. I don't know that hey, saying look, is the right hire when you're five and five, but at the same time, I don't know if it's fair to judge them for that. Ask A and M if they made the right hire. I want all of you guys to put this quote down, okay? This this is this is what I'm gonna say. This November to next November is gonna be a completely different look of the team. Next November, I think we're gonna say this team is competing for a Big Twelve championship. Potentially possible right. playoff spot. Who's the quarterback? But 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 look, Arnold. that only happens if Jackson Arnold starts next year. Yeah, if only it's if Arnold, we're in the same starts. spot. If it's, look, if it's not Arnold look, next year, hey, there's going to be some growing pains with Arnold next year if he starts. He's going to be a true freshman. He's going to have his struggles in some games, but that means that I don't want anyone to call for his head. Okay, is he an early enrollee? Yep. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's why this making a bowl game is is massive, is. monumental for OU, so we can get more practices. Hey, I think there's a good chance next year that in uh, Dallas we're watching uh, two freshman QBs because y- Ewers did not look good tonight. That was no, awful. he did not. And then uh, Arch is enrolling early as well. He's skipping basketball season, which is for him, a little bit of a shocker considering they won uh, state last year. So you would think he would try to go for senior year to run it back, but and you know I think that fans, will be interesting. You know those fans with Arch's name, they're just gonna be. You know they're pulling for him to start. Dude, OU has to make a bowl game just so we can get more practices. It's so. I have a question. We were someone brought up the officiating call today. So, would you rather get out of the Big 12 after this year because of partially because of what happened today, get out of the contract early and go into the SEC now? Yeah. I, I kind of would. I would rather struggle in the SEC early on. And then in that aspect, you're getting the guys that are built for the SEC Agreed. earlier than well, staying in the Big 12 yeah. and just dealing with the same stuff we've been dealing with. Well, see, it's like, for for me, I think we are getting screwed by the refs. But also, it felt like it last year, too. It felt like after there was an unannouncement, we were going to go to the SEC. The refs, Texas, the, too. The, yep, the Big That's 12. That's the one thing. Big 12 hates uh, us. Texas got so you and Texas agree on. Like, I mean, in my podcast, it's OU Texas. Uh, is the officiating for both teams is awful, and it's blatant at times. Like today, you the can't hold pick it. up that flag. You can't pick it up. Like did that. Oh, yeah. That was did you see the game tonight? 
TCU held so badly, it was unreal on a on a third down I'm, play. I'm not going to complain on officiating against Texas so much tonight. Cause, I mean, I saw Overshawn get a couple targetings that weren't called. You know, that's how he well, always there, is. Well, He's been like that for the okay. past three years. Well, there was also what? a blatant targeting that Texas committed against Iowa State that didn't get called either. Hey, yeah. wasn't Jackson Dart going to go to OU? Yeah, if, if we had I, – I, Jackson I Dart – why are you bringing up Jackson Dart's name? If uh, OU had Garrett Green today, we win that game. Like, if he was our starting quarterback all year, we would win. We would be in a better yep. position to win. Mm-hmm. You know who that well, dude reminds me of? Baker. His energy yeah. after he was oh, running, yeah. picking up the first down. That is why West Virginia won. That that is the reason why his energy was momentum for them. Yeah, and that was all they needed. I mean, there's a reason Neil Brown pulled JT Daniels and put in Garrett Green. And like you brought up Baker, like Baker has that it factor. We don't have a QB like that right now, right now. But I think Jackson. We don't have anyone on that it like factor. That. Like he does. He has that cockiness. The wave on ESPN. Like he he has. And that's what we need. I mean, it's obvious you need a leader like that. Yep. We don't have a guy out there right now that's going to get up in somebody's grill. Nope, we don't. There's not a guy. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, some of the corners would, and then the next play they get uh, lit up or lost. Or... That's one thing that drives me crazy. Like, I see it in high school football all the time. It's always the guy who has to do something stupid, and then it's the next play they like get burnt. Like, yep, every why, time. Why do you have to be like that? Every time. So, are y'all saying that next week? Uh, can, can you name someone who's going to be playing? Because now, guys, it doesn't matter if they played all year. The red shirt. I mean, they can still red shirt. They can play the last two games and still red shirt. So is there anyone that has not played that you think we'll see next week? Kip Lewis. I I don't think it's going to change. I yeah, think Spencer I Sanders is going to put up 500 yards on us. Is he going to play? He's, he's, he played yeah. today. Yes, he's playing. He, he won them the game against Iowa State. Well, if he's, he plays, their defense. guys, if he, he plays, we don't go to a bowl game. We're not beating Tech on the road. Yeah, that I said that today in my article on – their OC was at Western Kentucky last year with Billy Zappi. Bailey Zappi. Like, that's going to give us problems. I think that's going to be another historic tech game, you know, where it's a shootout. But I don't think we – I don't think we win another game. I actually I actually think we'll beat OSU, but I'm just going to – I don't know why I'm saying that. Actually, I don't have any reason to believe it. You say it. that every game. Kip every Lu- week, I think Lewis, we're going to be OSU. Kip Lewis has played already, Jay. He's been playing all year. Especially He's not one game. It, guys. It's going to be a gray boot Stutzman. Yeah, it's they'll not panic. They won't hey, sub at all. They'll it sub should at be every Stutzman. Position. Stutzman's been good. They'll sub at every position except for linebacker. Hey, do you want to know what, though? Imagine if Danny Stutzman could play consistent football. Yeah, but he's really like a true freshman right now. I mean, he didn't play that much last year. He did play a lot better after everything that happened with uh, what yeah, Eddie Lehman he, said. Yeah, he, uh, he did. Which I'm not even quarter. 100% sure on that. Like, 
from my understanding, Scotsman was basically like, why does it matter? Like alignment and doing your job. Like, is that correct? Is that what happened? That's what happened. And he kind of like laughed it off. Like, well, I already moved once and he was still telling me to move over a little bit more. Like, what does one foot really matter? And I guess Layman. Yeah, and Layman called him out, I guess, on uh-huh. uh, his podcast over. But you know what? <laughs> I'll give it to Specimen. He he makes some bonehead. He's in the wrong position sometimes, but his effort is a hundred percent every time. I don't know if I can say that about David Igwebu. And what bothers me is Igwebu. If you rewatch any game this year, he'll start getting blocked and he won't get off the block. He just holds on like. It's like you're not the one blocking, David. Get off it. Aguebu's like, not been good, guys. I mean, he, he's not it's he's not, not fast enough to play that position. For one thing, he should be on the line probably. He should be on the bench. That's where he should be. Hey, he should have just stayed at 260 pounds. He's the same speed anyway. No, his speed got faster this year. He's faster. By far. Well, he doesn't look like it. All I know is this is, I was 21 years old the last time. OU was not above 500 in a conference. So for us to really, I think we're all kind of maybe not even saying how big of a deal this is. I mean, this is historic proportions in Norman, Oklahoma. And to me, that starts at the top. And I'm so that's why I mean, I I know players make plays and and the guys you mentioned earlier, Zach Sanchez and Benito. Okay, well, Zach Sanchez's coach was Brent Venables. He's first off, Zach Sanchez, not going to say anything bad about Brent Venables. Okay, so you got to take that. Benito played with these guys. Knows how good of a coach Brent Venables is. Nick Benito played with these guys. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said earlier. He practiced with these guys, and he knows how bad they suck. Flat out, they suck. Guys, Lincoln Riley did not leave the University of Oklahoma. And it's a combination, guys, okay? Listen, Lincoln Riley did not leave OU because they were full talented for the next five years. He knew what they had. Why do you think he left? You don't leave the University of Oklahoma unless you see something coming. Yeah, he well he left because he's he is a soft coach and no, the players he knew, replicate he knew the, the coach was bare. Yes, no, no, no. I agree that also means he's soft because he didn't want to put in the work to make Oklahoma successful. Listen, again. Jackson, and the players replicate the coach. They replicate the cupboard. Riley. The cupboard was, was bare, but it's not that bare, Jay. Jeremy, Jeremy, listen. He knew after Benito and all those guys left, he had Caleb Williams, and they could put 50 up. He was never going to win a playoff game here with this defense. He knew it. You're fooling I mean, yourself. You don't think he did game it. At USC. What? But that 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 he's not going to win a playoff game at USC. But yeah, he did know it. But that really reflects on him. I, you're you're it's right. Not like he inherited a bad team. Like, that's on his recruiting. His recruiting classes were not good. They're really not good at USC. They get skill players, but, I mean, the game's won in the trenches. They're not getting that. They they do have some guys that are better than what we have currently, yes, but 
there's a lot of things that's like, I don't know. It's, if you know that, that really reflects on yourself as being a poor head coach. Yep. You're right. Well, guys, last night on this podcast, um, Jason made his, uh, amazing predictions where he predicted both Alabama and LSU to lose. And, and I was very close on both. But you were wrong. Me. And so the the bet was that if if both of them did lose, that he would have to sing both of the alma maters. So uh, I want to hear like full on singing. Just sing the lyrics. Just sing it. I don't know the rhythm. So what? Just sing it. Here, let's try this. There stands our dear old... Um, um, I, I don't know the how it goes, guys. Sorry. I'm out. Mute him. Hey, we we tried to have the alma mater played at our school this year. Sorry, guys. We have a school song at Sepulpa. We tried to have a the band, like, transpose the song. We we're going to have it played after one of our victories. First time in school history, but we didn't get the lyrics up on the board. It was going to be epic, but it failed. It's not did a they, shocker that it didn't work. Did they did they sing the alma mater today, OU, after they lost? Yeah. Did you they were lo- locked arms? Hey, where was Marcus Major today? Could have been a difference maker. I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> I know you guys have talked about the whole locker room after a win. Today's evident that that crap needs to go for good. You, if you well, want to dance after a win. Dance after you win a national championship. Not a Big 12 championship, a national championship. Hey, and I'll, I'll say this, too, kind of along the same lines. Defense was playing great today, and then all of a sudden, on a timeout, they were on the sideline, huddled up, just like hopping around like like little kids. 
And I'm like, here we go. And from there, it went south, guys. They did nothing after that. Venables didn't seem, even after the game, Venables is kind of smiling, talking to their coach. It's bothersome, guys. Hey, Hunter, Hunter, did you get watching the game today? There was multiple times I was watching it, and I was like, I feel like I'm watching two high school teams. Yeah, I mean. That's to my point exactly. Just kind of in their attitude. That is how high school football is. I mean, Sepulpa is just like it. That's that's the way you can describe it. Like It was like that last night for us in the playoffs. Wait, did you guys win last night? No, we lost seventy to twenty-eight. Isn't, it, it that, was isn't that tailback going to? Isn't OU looking at the tailback from Grove though? I I don't know if they're looking at him. I have a very big fear of where he is going to go. I think he's going to K State. Yeah, they're looking at him. He's a. He, he reminds me a lot of Deuce Vaughn. Last night he had two ninety-seven for six touchdowns. Oh like, he's unreal. He's so fast. So no, you're basically football. telling me he's like Braylon. No, Preston. he's played his entire life. So, so you're basically. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he, if he goes to K State, he's gonna be Deuce Vaughn 2.0. He's considered undersized, and he just has that speed factor. Well, also, doesn't he lead all of 5A and all time? Uh, yes, he's two? broken every 5A rushing record. What is his name? Forgot. Emmanuel Crawford. Right. right now, he has official offers from like Army, Air Force, and Dartmouth. If they win state title, he's going to get offers galore. I think they're they're not winning state. They're gonna they won't make it even to McAllister the championship. Will beat them probably. McAllister's on the same side as Kawita, but if they even get Dell no. City, Dell City will wipe the floor with them. Well, didn't well look I saw the struggle of Collinsville. Collinsville yeah, got McAllister. destroyed. Yeah, McAllister beat Collinsville, but Kawita yeah. will win five A. Kawita's been the best team all year. And they're playing with a backup quarterback. Well, it's also like talking about recruiting, man. Like we need to re- recruit the state of Oklahoma because there is a lot of good players. We we haven't been team. able to in forever. The top yeah. players in the state always leave. It's just like – Or then you do get that one top player in the state, and it turns into being Justin Broyles. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like every <laughs> single year. Broyles is so bad. There's no way that you can tell me that in this class right now we shouldn't have keys or has. And we should, have we should have Cole Adams. We should have Cole Adams as well. Yep. So that's they would have Cole Adams if they wouldn't have offered him in like May. Josh Proctor, Presley Brothers, like the list like keeps going. Dax Hill. Yeah. OSU out recruits us in state, and it's just it's crazy. But I think Cole a lot of that was under Lincoln. I think a lot of that was under Lincoln. I think Venables will recruit it better. Well. I mean, it, well, since he's been I mean, here, he hasn't. I mean, he lost Luke. Yeah, but I think yeah, he was on the way out a lot. That, yeah, that I think that was ball. really Arkansas. It gonna offer Dylan as well. So it starts that's with just what I think. It starts with Zadavian Sims. You got to get him. He's in state. He's not good. He's not. I watched him when we played Durant. He was. 
Like I was looking forward to that three hour bus ride to watch that kid play. And he is lazy. He was not a factor. He had one tackle and it was a penalty for a face mask. He was jogging around, moping around on the field. Never once ran at full speed. I agree. I was at the game with you. I was at that game with you. He, he's he's only was, getting recruited because of his size. A little bit scared to throw it, but he wasn't How many even stars does him. he like, have? Five star. No, he's four star. I think he's no, not five. He's, yes, he is. He's a no, he's not. He's a five star. Like two four seven, she's four. Yeah. All I know is. He's only got recruited because of his size, but I was at that game too, dude. He's I, not I feel there. like we, that, I feel like that was just a bad game for him, Jeremy, because everything I see him from Brandon Drum, like when they went to the McAllister game there as well, everyone, oh my goodness, there's Davian Sims, Davian Sims, and it's like, he was not good. He wasn't. Like, at all. Hey, but also, I mean, I, dude, Eric McCarty, dude, you can whenever you watch that guy play, I've seen some of those highlights. I'm kind of sad I haven't got to see him play in person, but you can tell that he's the best player on the field. Yeah, he's unreal. He's our uh, our student section is probably one of the worst in the state of Oklahoma, and we were chanting overrated. And he oh. busted free for a 45 yard touchdown run. Although they, we did, they they beat the lead. Them. we did win, but he, I mean, he put the. Chance what rest, position but. will he play at OU? Safety. A safety or linebacker. Is yeah, he, he won't be running back. Yeah. No, yep, they're going to play him at safety. Cheetah? No, safety. Canick will be Cheetah next year. Or Jaden Rowe. They could bulk him up. Jaden Rowe's who I'm ready to see. That guy's... Well, we got so many guys that I just want to see. Play. That's the only reason I really want to watch the next two games. See if we play some of the young guys. Period. That's the only reason. I feel like if you're watching the games just to see that, you may as well just not even plan on watching them because yeah. there's nothing. If if we were gonna try to change stuff, we would start Evers or Moody. Like they cannot be worse. Like that's just baffling to me. And Gabriel doesn't even show emotion. Gabriel's just like not even non-existent. Dude. Hey, but you know what? He's emotionalist on even like OUDNA. Yeah, like that's his personality. Like, he's very calm. Like, and I think that yeah. rubs off on the team, guys. You're it's saying, that, you're saying there's nothing off. wrong with with being a calm. Person, but whenever, but whenever you don't speak up when they need it the most, there's an issue with that. Jay, if yeah, that rubs off, calm, it also rubs off. Like Tyler Murray, like it, you still have that ability to lead. It all goes back to what we said with like Jackson Arnold. It's a completely different personality. Like he has that it factor. Like sometimes he can remind me of Baker, and like he can run kind of like him, but like just the way he is. It's, yeah, well, it's well, it's also like Jackson Arnold. He he's the cockiness, but he doesn't have the arrogance. It's like he's he's the guy that you want to be your quarterback. He has that personality because when he walks, his shoulders they're they're like he just ha he just has that walk. Hey, you know what about? I gotta bring it up because like. Everyone was talking about how Texas, they're having a great year. Don't they have four losses? Yeah, I was uh, 
talking to my friend about it on just, I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think we can win. But how upset would he be if we finished with either the same amount of wins, including the bowl game, as Texas or less win or more, you know? Yeah. Like if we went, if we won the next two and then won our bowl game and they lose out, including the bowl game. Like, and that's a real possibility. They're scheduled down the stretch. With it's Rock. brutal. I mean, TCU, Kansas is, I mean, in Lawrence now. And Kansas, they have to play K-State, when, right? No, they no, beat Baylor. K-State last week. Oh, Baylor, Baylor. Baylor. They have to play Baylor. Yeah. Dude, hey. K-State laid it on Baylor tonight. Dude. Yeah, I which mean, is crazy that everybody on my game day picked Baylor. I and it was, with, that. it was with that backup quarterback again. I guess he's a stud. Hey, well, I mean, I take credit for calling K-State the second-best team at the beginning of the year. And Brody and Jason, you guys said I was crazy, but. I had hey, it outside of TCU because I actually, actually think TCU has better players than OU, uh, at least some guys, but. Outside of TCU, maybe Texas, K-State doesn't have better players than OU. Baylor doesn't have uh, better players. I don't know about K-State in the trenches. No, the trenches. OU's O-line is one of the best ones, Jay. But the defensive line is – you win games in the trenches. Our D-line is more highly touted than K-State. No. Yes. They have two guys going to the NFL. They have a first-round pick on their D-line. Yeah. If, you, if you're talking about high school and stars, yes, we have more talent. But if you're talking about college development, no. They have a more developed than Right. We don't develop players as well. I mean, all those teams you guys just listed, they have multiple hey. quarterbacks better than hey. the starter. And yeah, you want to know right. what? I think the one thing that we don't talk about enough is how much the loss of Jamar Kane hurt this offseason. Have you guys seen what he's done with this Harold Perkins kid at LSU? Yeah, he's a stud. Perkins Dude, is a he's, stud. He, I know. He's turning him into... Hey, Kane is a stud. We, we killed losing Kane. Hey, listen. Kane and Odom were the ones that hurt the most. And, and the hey. other one is Kel Gundy, guys. Hey, listen. We don't need to go down this road. I'm not no. going down the road. I'm just saying that that hurt us bad. Hey, if you're TU, you got to fire your coach and go get Odom as your head coach, Barry Odom or Brian Odom. No, First off, I want them to hire Wells. I'm a fan of Matt Wells. Hey, you know what? I think it's a real, real, real possibility three SEC teams make the playoff. It's going to happen. If, if hey, TCU drops one, if LSU yeah, wins really out, they're getting. If LSU wins out, they're getting three in. LSU, yes. Georgia, and, and who else? Tennessee. If the Tennessee. other two went out, if they all went out, yeah. But Tennessee, you know what? You know who I think's winning the whole thing? Georgia, Michigan. Harbaugh's not winning a national championship. I think he is. Their their running game is unreal. They're not so the run game last year was unreal too, and they had to go against Georgia's defensive line and they got humbled. I know, but they so, smoked Ohio State last year in the Big Ten championship game, and I think they're gonna do it again. In a blizzard. I'm sick of hearing him. It's in a blizzard. Do it again, Jeremy. Wait, did Ohio State Jason. even make the playoff last year? No. Exactly. So 
So who would you put in in this scenario? Either Michigan or Ohio State wins that game, either or. Okay. And the winner of that game loses a Big Ten championship. Who gets in? Because one of them's in one loss. Though whoever won the game between the two is who I put in. Yeah, you would. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think that depends on how because that game is played. That, that could be an interesting situation. But who yeah. are they going to lose to? Who's coming out of the Illinois? Illinois or? Hey, well, well, I mean, I want to go back about Tulsa for a second. I know this isn't a Tulsa podcast, but uh, Jason, so Tulsa's backup quarterback, uh, Braylon Braxton. Yeah. He would be a great fit in the in the offensive scheme that we run. Oh, Jackson, <laughs> that is nonsense. Okay. No, listen, why, why would they go get a guy from on, Florida and Gabriel, who we can't play power five ball, and then go get a TU guy? Come on. This is Oklahoma. No, look. He probably no, shouldn't be. No, don't even he should start over Davis Brin. He should start over Davis Brin. Davis Brin sucks. He probably is better than Gabriel, though, Braxton is. It doesn't he matter. Is. We're at Oklahoma University. We don't need a guy from TU. We will have Jackson Arnold. Good gosh. We don't need You're a guy from UCF. A guy that you claim was unbelievable. He did claim he was better yeah. than Caleb Williams. Generational time at home, you said was not. You said you wanted him over Caleb Williams. Now, I may be dumb I about do the Marcus Major everybody. thing, but your, your comments about Dylan Gabriel this year. I was wrong with Gabriel. From I what I saw, I thought he was going to be really good in this offense. I was wrong. I think but, everybody, all of you fans at the beginning of the year, were big on Gabriel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone can rightfully say they were wrong. That is one of the worst takes I've ever had was how big I was on doing Gabriel over the summer. And I was too, but here's what, here's the reason why, Hunter, the reason all of us were. He was like our savior. We were down and out. We lost Caleb Williams. What are we going to do? We see tape on this guy. We think, hey, he can at least salvage us to, because we knew we had a good line. We knew we had good receivers. Knew we had Gray and Major and all these guys coming back that played well in the bowl game. So it was like, he was kind of like our saving grace. And then we realized he's nothing that we thought he was. Yeah, the five to one touchdown interception ratio got everybody. Because, I mean, his touchdown to interception ratio still is pretty good. I think four to one. Yeah, he's at sixteen to four. But when you but, throw the ball, I mean, that doesn't account for his overthrows. Well, that's constantly. just it. When you throw the ball so bad, it's not going to be intercepted. Yeah, he he doesn't like. I cannot. I still can't get over. He threw three interceptions against Baylor because it was like just constant. Uh every game if it's a. a Incompletion. It's because it's impossible to be caught, except on the rare occasion that Mims just drops it. Yeah. Jay, you're not gonna like to hear well, this. But Jay, you're not gonna like to hear this. But in my opinion, if Nick Evers or General Booty was the quarterback, OU's at worst at three losses. No OU would be, way. OU would be no. Baylor and West Virginia for sure. That is I'm, terrible. What? Uh, I don't think you're wrong because, I mean, we have no way of knowing that one because we won't even attempt to put them in. 
Three turnovers against Baylor. That that yeah. that's part of the reason we lost and we couldn't score today. Yeah, so. but I don't know if they beat Kansas. I mean, Kansas. He had a really good okay. game. Let let me ask you this though. Nick Evers can run the ball like crazy, correct? And he has great arm talent. What yeah, what if I you add, what if you had Evers his running chance. skill? If you I had his running skill, where he could pull it out instead of giving it a great. He, Gabriel pulled it out a couple of times, but he has no speed, dude. Uh, it would I, change the offense. I don't like Riley at all, but he had way more balls than Lubby has. Like Riley was, he wasn't afraid to pull the QB. Like if Riley was a coach, Gabriel would have got benched about five times already. That is correct. And Riley, with how much he pulled QBs, was a little shocking considering, like he was in a kind of similar situation as Lubby on having a very close relationship with the starter, and it's it's obvious that Levy has chosen a personal relationship over well right coaching yeah. decisions. Yeah. You're right. Well, well, I mean, talking about Riley, let's talk about how he never went over to check on Travis Dye last night. Well, well I didn't say no, that. I just said he had more balls when it comes to benching QBs. Well, here's no, what no, you got to no, hope. Look, look, look. I'm going to go – that makes me so mad because I don't care what – team the kid plays for even if he plays for texas whenever he gets hurt that bad if your coach doesn't go check on you that makes me mad yeah but you know what here's the deal on OU moving forward i mean i think we can all agree they just gotta hope and pray that jackson arnold is not a spencer rattler because if he is and turns out like rattler did and not very good didn't rattler win a big 12 title with this Rattler is not very good. Have you watched him this year? We were not to know. He was overrated as a five-star. I agree. He was overrated as a five-star. Much better with Rattler than what we have currently. Oh, for sure. Well, I agree. Don't you think think he's overrated? We would have one loss last year, I think, if we would started. But do you not think he's overrated? I think he's. I think he's overrated from what he was last year projected to be the number one overall pick. Yes, but like. Now, no one's saying that he's that. Like, well, I think, I think he has a good arm, but I don't think he can read defenses very well. Yeah, I'll, I'll give agree. you that he might he struggle in that area. But he, he kind of when he got benched, it was kind of a bad deal, honestly, and I think it affected everything in him. Honestly, I, he's just not the same as I don't think when he. I agree, Norman. He struggled at OU because Lincoln refused to coach the his playing style yeah you're right he is not a guy that sits in the pocket you have to run that Andy Reid uh, motion of the line I agree to, to allow Rattler to do what he's good at I mean that's what he did all throughout high school you watch all his highlights that's what they're doing in high school you got to be able to do at that power five level why has no OU why is the majority of OU fans not all over Gabriel though? You don't hear the booing like yeah, the, when Rattler was here. Yeah, now. Yes, you're starting to. Did, but it's, do you not see the people on Twitter? I'm not talking about Twitter. Well, when Rattler, people, when Rattler people are too there, stuck up on blaming the defense for everything. That's exactly what like, it is. The defense is not the problem today. You can say they broke. Yes, I think they did. But guess what? They held them to 23 points. I agree. You cannot score more than 23. That is an offensive issue. I agree. West Virginia's D is not like it was last year. Jeremy, you, 
But Jeremy, a lot of people aren't on their heads. Did you watch Davis Beville play? Yeah, because... the difference there, Jeremy, is they knew Caleb Williams was the backup last year. That's why they were on Rattler. They wanted to take Evers, a general booty. Give him a chance. I, I there were a chance one time at home they were yelling, "We want booty." Mm-hmm. Guys, well, let's talk about how the game ne- next week I have heard has been announced as prime time. Good. <laughs> ABC. Good. Dude, I is it really? You I'm are lying. Yes. You are. I I'm hope no, no, I'm not lying. I swear. Should be at 9 a.m. <laughs> is it on <laughs> ESPN Plus on primetime or what channel? No, it's on ABC. Hunter, are lying. you going? Yeah, I am. I bought a ticket lower level for 180 when they first went on sale because, you know, the whole last bedroom thing. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of a regret. I'm not selling. I mean, I'm going, but I did pay. Overpay. Like, Man, hopefully they, they win. Time updated on... Dude, we have a 63% chance to win. We're favored to win. Wait, you're saying that's the ABC? not going to. Wait, that's not... No, that, I think you're Bauer. looking at a fake... I think you are looking at a fake thing because I saw a couple of days ago where I think it was Tattoo Baker might have done it because, you know, the whole Twitter verification thing now. Like, she's getting people like crazy. Tweeting out, uh, retweeting something from last year about it being on ABC. And a lot of people were believing it because they they just saw, oh, he's verified. There's no Uh, way this is on ABC. No, because Sooner Sports Daily posted it. Yeah, but it was supposed to be in the six day window where they have to do it by Monday. So I, but hey, if it's ABC, it is, that's it is on primetime. TJ Eckert just posted it. With the Wait, so, so that's Herb, you're Eckert. telling me that's Herb Street and Fowler? No, it's going to be that short dude. I can't even remember his name. Sean it's going to be the awful crew. I can't Sean stand McDonough? Him. I can't stand him. Cannot stand him. Yep. The Big 12 just tweeted it at 6 30. ABC. To be fair, there is only like two duos that are good. Clatt, Gus Johnson, uh, Johnson, and Joel Clatt, and then and Herb Street. Herbie and Chris Fowler. Yeah. No, it, I actually everything like. Else, it's no options but to turn Ray, on the radio, bro. No, Hunter. Hunter. Do not say Brock Hewitt, Jay. He likes Brock Hewitt. Brock Hewitt's awful, Jay. He's pretty good. He's awful. The dude Winthrop's not good. Brock Hewitt sucks. No, Brock is good. It's the other guy that's not. Oh, okay, okay. No, we deserve that chick we had last week. That was awful. That was La- we, didn't get to- we didn't get to talk <laughs> about Danny it. Danny Aguagbu, dude. That dude, was so bad. And Ryan Leaf is just as bad of an analyst as he was a quarterback. <laughs> like, oh, We didn't get to talk about it last week, but that was the worst announcing I've heard in my life. But she was played hey, by that's play. one thing. That's one thing that gives me hope in this industry is I'm seeing people like this on TV. So Hey, I, hey. I, I think I'm a little better than that. Hey, you know who's really good, I think, is Beth Moens. Bro. I'm is that the softball one? Yeah, but she does football too. She's pretty good. Yeah, she's yeah, good at yeah, calling yeah. softball. She she's, I, I can't listen to her for football. Guys, <laughs> guys, uh, Laura Rutledge, she isn't that bad. 
Who's she? She's like a sideline reporter. Yeah, she's on NFL. We're talking We're not about, talking about sideline reporters. Hey, I don't <laughs> no, want to no, talk no, too no. bad about some of this, but if you ever watch like the first take, or they have, there's all kinds of shows like it now. They have some. There's these female NBA. Oh like, boy. I I the I Maria better Taylor situation. And, uh, I, I better just stop. Uh, it's Nichols. like, why are they? Why are, yeah. they're trying to argue yeah. and talk smack? I'm like, you guys. Hey, listen. Know. Hey, listen. We have to talk about game. So, do y'all watch College Game Day? Sometimes. Okay, Pat McAfee. No, Pat I, McAfee I saved the show. Years. Listen, I agree. Oh, yeah. Pat McAfee got punished. They didn't let him in the host seat, and I swear it's because I know last so week he cussed, but listen. They, that have was that, so they have funny. that professional like, wrestler girl on there. Why? Didn't that some Jordan is that today? Too? What? The professional Dude, wrestler. Is no, she's on there every week. Be able to rep- was she the one who brought in Jordan Spieth today? She's, she's the one that they only have her on there for very quick segments. It's just like, this is a waste. What are you doing? Dude, Jordan no, Pat McAfee is going to save the show because from the PGA video game. Lee hey. Corso, guys, I feel bad for the guy, but yeah, yes. that's, that's elder abuse. That is, that is awful. <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> hey, do you say some old clips of him putting on the headgear, or let Pat McAfee put on the headgear? Hey, like that's the perfect personality. Hey, do y'all think that he's really sick, or do you think they're just saying you're not? You're getting ratings up. We got to put you off. I think it's both. I think it's both. I think there's probably health problems, and I think part of it is maybe they realize they feel bad for the guy for what they're putting. Dude, McAfee's awesome. Some sort of impact. Dude, hey. McAfee's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Do you uh, watch a show on YouTube at all? No. Guys, can you imagine? It's really good. It's good. It's good. If they, if they have Pat, they keep Pat McAfee on there, but – like Mike Leach has something happen at Mississippi State and he's not coaching like eventually and he replaces Lee Corso. I feel like Mike Leach would be pretty good at it. Or come to Norman. We'll have a job for you as an OC, but You know who they need to bring on? Mangino. They need to bring Frank the Tank from Barstool for college game. Perfect guy. Just let he him. He would be him. good. He would be good. I mean, he can't even understand what he's saying 90% of the no. time, so he can't get an FCC <laughs> violation for cursing blank. Wait, mean, wait. He, so you're telling me he can speak worse than Lee Corso? Well, have you not seen the videos of his rants? His now Barstool, like, they give him, like, the last stream they did, they gave him four flags, one flag per rant. He has to throw a flag to be able, able to rant. And he like went on a full rant over the Phillies gonna win the World Series, the Vets are gonna lose a hundred games next year, and all this stuff. And you literally like if you didn't know what he's talking about, you couldn't have understood a single word he says because he gets so emotional over it and he starts chewing on stuff. It's like you you can't understand him with his accent, like New Yorker. This sounds like that. two but people have a tendency to argue on this podcast. Hey, he's I- so funny. I actually think the Fox Sports Big Noon kickoffs better than game day. Mm. No, no, I haven't mind. Free Pat McAfee. Dude. Free Pat McAfee, yes, but I think with Pat McAfee being on yeah. game day. 
How can Urban Meyer in his right mind even do this kind of stuff? Uh, he's still why on this kind of. Why do they keep hiring him? I don't understand it, dude. I wonder why Bob Stoops quit. It was a contract thing with the football league he's in. Yeah, it's because. Yeah, but Bob Stoops was actually awesome, dude. Bob Stoops was great. He was he was good. He was really good. He was much better than Urban Meyer. No bias at all. Just pure. Like I think you can get even Texas fans to agree about that. For sure. Well, well, guys, it's about midnight. I think that's about all we got for tonight. Hey, no, Brody, did you say when you what what do we not close out on this or what'd you say? It, it doesn't matter. I should be able to get it, and at the very least, I I can pull it from a different thing I started tonight. So we shouldn't lose the recording. You guys, it should be fine. Okay. All right, guys. See ya. All right. See y'all.